Remember us? Welcome back to the Emergency Nine Golf Podcast. I am your host, Mike Maroney, here with McLean Boyd. Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Jay Woodson, is in the house. <laughs> Welcome, boys. How are you? Great. Let's do this. Odd to be here on a Wednesday night. It is. So we owe the listeners, mainly me, um, an apology. So you may or may not have noticed there was no episode last week. Which is not because we did not get together for one. The we should be aware of that. We did an episode last week. And yours truly fucked up once again. And I forgot to hit record. So we did a just a, just bang up. Unbelievable. Hour, good and, show. hour and 15 minute podcast. And I um, didn't record it. So for the third time <laughs> in our podcasting careers. We have no show to listen to. And I was distraught. My co-hosts were distraught and our schedules didn't work out. So we did not put out an episode last week. So I do apologize. And we are recording this late on a Wednesday night. Um, We've had some um, work and travel and personal um, things get in the way with the holiday weekend, fantasy drafts, you name it, all kinds of things. Um, so this is even going to come out a little late this week. So we, we do apologize for the delay. I'm sure everyone is just jonesing to hear from us and our takes <laughs> on the world of golf, especially after last week's event. I mean, primo event up there in Boston. Uh, I can't wait to get into it, folks. <sighs> Don't make me. It should, throw be, it should be noted that Jay is wearing a live golf hat. Yeah. Jay is currently <laughs> wearing a live golf hat. It's a fantastic sight. It is a nice hat. It's Thank a light, Ralphie. light gray hat with a bright pink Live Golf logo. Yeah, golf but louder, Mike. Golf but That's louder. That's right. Our, our good, our good buddies Ralph Reard and uh, David Lesnar went to. Uh, they were at the the Live Golf Live Golf event this week, and they picked uh, picked myself and Mikey up some gear. Mikey does not have his t shirt on, but no, nope. I was I was gifted a t shirt. Uh, the note said. Um, Mr. Maroney, thanks from Greg N. Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to cut it up to use it as toilet paper so I can wipe my ass with it. As I will never put that T-shirt on in my life. I mean, I don't hate the PJ Tour at all. I love the PJ Tour. I, I, I have no issue with it. That's why I don't understand no. this just absolute separation. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna get into Live Golf in <laughs> a little a, bit. When when is it? So I'm already versus PJ Tours segment coming up. I'm already fucking fired up. Just are you sweating right now? Mikey? No, I'm not. If you ask McLean, I was fired up when I logged on to the Zoom call tonight. Yeah. I was already spicy. fired up. Spicy. I was spicy. Um, the the bourbon I poured is almost empty because I've been on here for a long time before we even hit record on this podcast. And so I'm ready to go tonight. Um I can't wait. We're going to talk about this stupid fucking live, but golf, but douchier, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, event in a little bit. But first, gents, what are you drinking? I'm I'm drinking bourbon. I'm drinking on just a, a cheap um, kind of staple that I like to have, Clyde Mays. I enjoy it. It's cheap. It's easy to get. And it was 
right in the front when I went to grab some bourbon tonight. So, yeah, Cloud Maze is good. Cloud Maze is good. What, what do you got, McLean? Corona? Corona Light. Corona Light is a good. It's, I, I get mixed reviews from Corona Light from other people. My my dad loves Corona Light. Like every anytime we do any type of function at the house, I have to have Corona Light. Yeah. Um, and I I I'm a Corona guy, so I like Corona Light, Corona Extra. And then other people are they they're like I can't drink Corona Light. I only drink Corona. I can't tell much of a difference. I'm the other way. I I would definitely rather have a Corona Light, but I will drink one. And I actually had a Corona Premiere in the Keys this weekend, um, which I'm I'm not normally a fan of, but in the in the heat and you're fucking thirsty. It was, it was pretty damn good. You know, what's you know, it's really good. South of the border beer. I haven't had in forever because it was last Friday. We went out to dinner and then we went to a bar. No, that's good too. Um, Tecate. Oh yeah. That's good. It's so good. We were at a little pool hall playing some pool and I was like, just give me one of those and another. I, f- I feel like when traveling in, in Mexico and South America, like that was like a com that was like your Miller light of Mexico Tecate. That's like what they drank. Like it's good beer all the time. It it's was good. good beer. There's a bar oh. in Charleston, uh Mex one cantina that serves ashtrays with Tecate is what they call it. And they put hot sauce, lime, salt, and pepper on top of a can and just crack it. And you stuff the uh, lime down. The hot sauce goes in. It's, it's actually damn good. Wow. Damn. It sounds that sounds awesome. I've never was, even yeah. never heard of that. That sounds I, terrible. I, they call I, it they call it a what an ashtray? An ashtray. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how you sell a drink right there. Let's call it an yeah. ashtray. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna taste good. I've yeah. only ever had like six at a time. Why don't you just call it a <laughs> why don't you just call it a sweaty taint? Like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> it tastes like that. Again, let's can I get a bucket? So how are we doing this? <laughs> Sorry, Jay. You you go ahead. No, no, that that's great. I love. I want to trying to get a trying to get a little insight on the on the ashtray drink. That sounds good. What's in your tiny glass? Um, I've got. uh, Yeah, that's right. I've got a Michter's US One, which is a pretty nice, pretty nice bourbon. Can't really get it in um, Virginia that often. It's kind of a limited release. But I was in Charleston this weekend with my brother, and he's got this hole in the wall liquor store by his house those. and uh ah this is awesome we we don't have that no. in virginia like it's everything regulated it's like oh you can't have this because we're gonna evenly distribute this to all the the, the abc stores um but this liquor store is um you know th- this guy gets whatever he wants i mean you pay for some of the items if you're if it's a popular item you're gonna pay a premium for it but Sometimes you can sneak in and and find something that you know is is rated highly or pretty high uh, that you can't get uh, just not in, popular anywhere else. And yeah, you can get a good deal. On it. This this U.S. Mictor, U.S. One Mictor's American whiskey. It's a small batch. I mean, it was like forty some dollars. And normally, one I can't get it in in Virginia, and two when it does come out, it's more than that. So I was like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna get that. So it's good. It's good. Mictor's is great. I mean, they're they're pretty pretty they're solid. Pretty solid. Pretty solid company. So, yep. yeah, here we are. Cool. Pinky's All right. Pinky's up. Pinky's up. So, boys, let's get into some golf. That's, do we, do we want to do a segment. little recap? What are you drinking? Pinky's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only one, though. So, well, you guys need to get on board. 
I need to send you some of these glasses. I'll send each of you. Actually, a, I have a couple of those glasses. I have those like same exact things. They have an M on them. It makes sense. You have daughters. <laughs> <laughs> some so, say it makes you drink less because it's a smaller glass, but I'm I don't not believe sure that. about that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I believe it's called a snifter, so you can kind of mm-hmm. smell it and get the aromas of it, not so much. That's exactly know, right. Consumption, but. So, all right, let's get into a little golf. Do we do we have any takes from last week that we want to repeat? Uh, we 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 missed the season-ending um, recap. Rory McIlroy wins the Tour Championship in a duel with Scotty Scheffler. Um, we all love Rory. We're happy to see him win. You know, we debated, you know, the the format last week of the Tour Championship. Should I enlighten the viewers with my perfect scenario? My perfect solution for the tour championship um I don't know. yeah after last week i feel like it should just be gone forever like that's the punishment for it it's just it's gone forever all of your ideas for the one week <laughs> omitted from history your ideas are gone forever because you didn't hit the gone forever. they don't exist but anymore we, we can't, it can't be all in my because i will say that every time we sit down to to record this i always look at that's the top left, left hand corner to see if the record button's on and it always is it well it should say always there's been two other times that it hasn't but <laughs> since since the second time that that happened i always look and for whatever reason this this one week none of us looked in the top left hand corner to see if that that damn record button was on and we did a whole damn show and we all looked at each other at the very end we're like oh you gotta be kidding me so anyway i we can't put all the blame on mikey no um, you're 100 you're right 100 right but that's, that's um, sweet of you Bless your heart. <laughs> you you really are adopt uh, adapting to this southern charm, aren't you? I, I saw so real fast. I, I was telling people this. I saw something on Instagram or Twitter or somewhere on social media. They someone posted a map of the United States and they had it all kind of cordoned off by different regions about personalities. And in the Northeast, it, it said acts mean actually nice. And then in the Southeast, it said acts nice actually mean i said i fucking told you people i fucking told you <laughs> passive aggressive yeah told you so um all right so i won't give my perfect idea for the tour championship but no, um, let's hear it let's hear it don't deprive no i mean I, I, you're, you're right i mean we're, we're depriving the listeners so you, uh, you, you can punish me all you want but i don't want to punish the listeners go, go ahead and give it to them we'll keep it brief to the point we'll keep it brief so the PJ Tour is stuck in this world of do we have an actual playoff like every other sport where we start from scratch when we make the playoffs and if you could have the best record in the NBA and then lose in the first round? Or do we reward the performance of an entire season and they don't really know what to do? So we have this awkward net format essentially that we have now with the staggered start. So my solution is to, I guess, still sit on the fence, but make it a little bit of both. So we do two rounds of stroke play with a staggered start. So if you're Scotty Scheffler, you start with the lead and we work down from there. Maybe we tighten it up just a little bit, but we do two rounds of stroke play. After the two rounds of stroke play, the top eight players then go into match play, eight guys, three matches. You know, quarterfinal Saturday morning, semifinal Saturday afternoon, finals on 
on Sunday. You can do throw a consolation and match in there for third and fourth place. And so you you reward the the top eight guys. They get a head start in the in the stroke play, but you're going to have guys bounce in and out. I had the numbers last week of 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 how many people kind of would have would have changed in that top eight, and there was a three or four that would have changed. And then it's from that point, okay, it's you had your advantage to get to the match play portion of it. Now you got to win. So Scotty Scheffler, your, your great season doesn't mean anything at this point, but you're in the match play and, and go from there. So I think that's a, for me, I think it's a perfect solution. I'm not sure there's a single flaw in it. I'll let you guys talk. I, 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 I equate this to like, uh, I know I'm, I'm in the fantasy football realm right now, but a lot of the, the leagues that, that I'm in, they pay out for the season long winner and then they pay out for the, the playoff championship, like the overall champion. So I think there should be something paid to the overall ch- or, 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 or break that, the, that cash up, like, Hey, the top 15, 20, 25, 30 guys get paid for how they finish in the regular season. And then, Hey, here's the bonus. Like if you can get it done uh, in the playoffs under the gun, when there's no guarantees, this is the big payoff. Like, so, you know, kind of, we talked about John Rom last week. He was complaining quite a bit about the system. And I'm, and my take on it was like, Hey, John Rom, you didn't play that great in the playoffs or in the regular season. So what are you complaining about? You know, I mean, and I say that comparatively speaking, it's all relative yeah, yeah, to yeah. the other players, but you didn't play as well as you are capable of playing. So you shut up. You don't have anything to say. Like if you, if you, won the regular season in points and then you lost the in the in the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs in the in the tour championship then I, I could understand that but you didn't you, you played as well as you you got paid as much as or as well as you played so I don't know I think there should be a little bit of a blend it's a it's unique it's a little different because it's an individual sport it's different than like a team each team these teams in the regular season get bonused based off of how they finish in the regular season they also these players get bonused on how they finish in the playoffs. So there, there is a tiered structure to that. So I don't, I don't think, you know, biting off of what you were saying, like, I do like that, I think, but a good way to blend it would be like, Hey, I, I played my tail off. I won five times in the regular season. I won the regular season point total. Here's your payoff. Um, and now if I want to cap it off, I need to do it in these three events in the playoffs. And then I think you'd have less people complaining. Um, like if Scotty Scheffler won 5 million for winning the, the regular season. He'd be like, you know what? Hey, I, I played well all year. I was the best player all year. I got my five million. Let me see if I can win, you know, the ten million or whatever it is now in the playoffs. Um, and if you don't, you're still gonna. They they still have a, a tiered structure in the playoffs of what they pay out. So, I think that would be a good balance, um, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, I think I think what I, I get what the PJ Tour is trying to do. They're trying to like Seb Straka, right? He had. He lost in the playoff to Zalatoris in the first event. They're trying to prevent a guy like that winning. And I understand that, but, you know, sometimes underdogs win, right? Um, and so I think the reason I like – I'm, I'm being a little facetious when I say I had the perfect solution. The reason I like my solution is because most likely of the eight guys getting into my match play format, you're probably going to get 12, you know, the eight of the top 12 guys are going to get in there. Maybe not all, you know, someone could tank who's number six in the, in the FedEx cup going into it. 
and they fall out and so be it. But there's going to be a little turnover and there's a little bit of a, the pressure of a, you know, true playoff. Well, there has to be an adjustment one way or the other, the tournament early on. I mean, we got lucky quite frankly, that it ended up being as close as it was. Uh, I think early on in the week, it, it was a really a non-factor. And thank God Rory played an, an amazing golf to catch Scotty, and Scotty kind of faltered a little bit, uh, or else we would not have seen anything close to an entertaining product. Um, again, they they both played great. Both had a great event. Uh, but the first three days, I, I was less than interested in. Um, got fortunate to watch the back nine on Sunday, and it was nice to see a little bit of drama there. I know the PGA Tour was thrilled that they got to see two of their biggest stars battle it out down the back nine of their, you know, their their World Series, their biggest event. Um, I, don't, I still have a hard time considering it as their biggest event. The Players is a bigger event in my uh, in my mind uh, for what it is. Uh, I know the Tour Championships a thirty man limited field pinnacle of the FedEx cup, but I don't know. So at the end of the day, it, it doesn't have that allure. Um, yeah. Those small fields limit, you know, limited field, no cut events don't have any allure. That's not it. That's not it. This is a bad fucking format. <laughs> that, that's the issue. That's the issue. And, you know, I'd be happier if we had probably 48 players, you know, something somewhere along those lines. And we got to watch all of them at one time. Um, you know, we didn't have to commit nine hours of our day to try and watch it. I mean, I love watching both events. If I'm being honest, this doesn't suck for me. I get to watch two tournaments uh, at a time when we have weeks that they both line up. Other than that, I, I'm just watching more golf. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get, Are we'll we, get we, to we live golf. talk about it yet. I mean, I'm available. We'll get to live golf in a second. Um, That's it's not, it's not on the, the timetable that Mikey wants it on. So we no. gotta wait because because the, the reason we need to touch on a couple other topics in the world of golf because once we get to live we're not getting off live so I just I know how we are so I'm, I'm trying to like you know front load this with some other topics before we end it with a bang so Jay welcome back by the way we lost yeah. you there for yeah not sure what happened sorry about um, that no you're good so. Anyways, any more any more tour championship talks? I I mean I thought it was great that you know I think I said last week not all heroes wear capes. Some of them are short Northern Irish guys with funny accents. Um, but I mean the PGA Tour could not be happier that their biggest champion. Oh yeah, won won the tour championship and and all. I mean Scotty Scheffler had a, a fantastic year and Rory even said he basically apologized to him and his family like. That guy deserved it, but, but yeah, I mean, I get it. That's, that's a nice thing to say, but like, that, that's the whole point. It's like that if, if they wanted it to be a season long race and like having a champion at the end of the year, then they would do it. But people like to have, they like the playoff format. Hey, can we have this guy that maybe didn't play well in the first half of the year? They were injured, but at the end of the year, they were turned, they turned it on. Like they, they played well under pressure. People want to see the player that plays well under pressure. And yeah. that's the whole point of the, of the playoffs. Well, and that's, and, and that's kind of the American nature in us. I saw somebody, a, a British reporter, I forget who it was. Um, a British golf reporter was commenting. It's an American nature of sports. Like we're used to playoffs and 
you lose, you go home, no matter what you did in the regular season, where let's talk about the English Premier League, right? One of the biggest leagues in all of the world, maybe not here in the States, but in the rest of the world, the, the British, the English Premier League is huge. There's no playoffs. It's a point system. And the season could legitimately be over with two or three games left because nobody can catch Man City in points or Liverpool or whoever it is. And they're okay with that because that's how it's always been. And but it's, it's not as entertaining and it's less eventful. I mean, I, I get, there's I less get of that, a climax. I yeah. get that that's that that's what they've done, and I and I understand that that's what they're used to. But it's not as entertaining, you know. It, 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 sure, I, I agree with all, that. Yeah, that's the whole reason that that the PGA Tour has switched the, the setup that they have now is because there was too much of that in the in the previous system. Whereas a, a guy could use build off of the points that they've had and not win a single event in the playoffs and still win the FedEx cup. And everyone's like, Oh, this is no fun to watch. Like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. They turned the TV off. Yeah. They can come so, in eighth again, in the tour championship and get enough points to win the whole thing. Yeah. And, and I, I get it. That's, that's your history. That's what you've always done, but that's kind of where we are right now with this. It's like what you've done in the past is not always the best. Let's fix it. Let's challenge it. Let's, let's look to be better. Maybe the premier premier league needs to, you know, change that because I honestly, if I, if we had like, I, I don't watch soccer that much, but I do watch soccer when I'm watching the world cup because there's no points. I mean, there are points, but points in the group play, but yeah, there are points in the group play, but it comes down to, can you get it done under pressure? That's why we watch it. Like, I don't, I don't watch the, I don't watch the premier league. You know, I don't watch the points cause I don't, I just don't watch soccer that much, but I do watch the world cup because it's fun to see the guys perform under pressure and, and get it done when when it's needed most. So nothing against that reporter, but I, I do think that's what's flawed with that. No, no, yeah. That's just a, um, another another a view a viewpoint yeah. on it. So sure. um, all right, question for you. No discussion. I, I'm not sure this it really needs a discussion. Finalist for player of the year, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McElroy, Cam Smith, who wins? Mm. Scheffler. Yeah, I think it's obvious. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you got to give it to Scheffler. Although, I mean. I don't know if you look at we have to go back and look at the top tens for Rory and Scheffler. I think it's pretty close. Um and the total what were the total wins for the year? Well, Rory only I guess with the tour championship, Rory had three. Scheffler had four with a major, a WGC. So I I don't know. I I think it's pretty obvious the Scheffler, in my opinion, but I'm surprised Cam Smith even on the ballot. I thought the PJ Tour would be petty and and take him off the ballot, but they didn't. So, um, how about Rookie of the Year? It is Sahith Thagala. It's Cam Young. Yeah, Cam Young Cam and Young. and Tom Kim are the three three finalists. I think without a doubt, he didn't win, but it's I think it's Cam Young in a, in a landslide. So yeah, it's not even. It's not even up for discussion. Jay, did you hear any of that? You froze again. No, I didn't. I didn't hear it. <laughs> Rookie of the year. Cam Young, Sahith Tagala, Tom Kim. I think this is a runaway too. Cam Young, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Uh, no-brainer. So um, yeah, that guy's gonna win. If he stays on the PJ tour and doesn't go to the live tour, he's gonna win. Multiple times on the PJ Tour next year. He's multiple, staying. Multiple. He's staying. Him and Hideki are staying. They're committed. 
That's big. That's big. I know we talked about that last week on the the Ghost podcast, but that's big that Hideki is staying. The Ghost 3.0. Ghost 3.0. No, that that's huge. I mean, that the Eastern Asian market for to have the biggest star commit to the PGA Tour um, is is pretty big. Uh, and, and I know that the Live Live Tour wanted wanted him badly because they were they would really control a big portion of the the golf market and the golf fans if he were to jump over. So we're going to we're going to get to live in a moment but I did yeah. want to say on that front they kicked off all the Japanese players in this newest wave. So when the six guys that just joined Cam Smith, Joaquin Neiman, Tringale, Varner, Lahiri, Leishman that's, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. The PGA Tour threatened to not allow them to play in the Zozo Championship if they played in another live event. So the PGA Tour ban- was threatening to ban them, which is why the Japanese players dropped out of Boston. So I, I heard they took the Live Golf said, you're not invited anymore because they weren't getting Hideki, so they didn't need those guys anymore to make a, to make a Japanese team. So Could be a combination of both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I, I, think, I think that was a huge... A huge bonus to the PGA Tour and a, and a hit to the the live for him not to to not to join for yeah. sure. So, as far as some international golf, let's go to the the Presidents Cup teams were announced just recently here this week. Um, the international team roster, uh, your six automatic qualifiers after all the defectors to live are taken out: Hideki Matsuyama. Sung J.M., Tom Kim, Corey Connors, Mito Pereira, Adam Scott. Then your six captain picks are Taylor Pendrith, Sebastian Munoz, Siwo Kim, Cam Davis, Christian Bezadenhout, K.H. Lee. In no particular order, just the list of the website I'm looking at. Um, the six automatic qualifiers for the United States team. Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau. Six captains picks from Davis Love, Cam Young, Billy Horschel, Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, Max Homa, Kevin Kisner. Is this even going to be a contest? It, it shouldn't still be a contest. The internationals have a one eleven and one record with one victory coming in 1998 at Royal Melbourne. I don't know why we're still publicizing this event and televising it. I'd rather, I mean, watch an, I, I'd rather watch an additional live event or watch you, this slaughter fest. You're, you're right. I mean, it has been super lopsided. The only reason I like it so much is because they did so they did the first however many years at the, the RTJ course in uh Gainesville, Manassas, uh Virginia. So it was close and we, I went to it one year and it was awesome. But yeah, you're you're right. It's really it's it hasn't been a contest for ever since the, since the its inception um i, I want to jump back though uh, mikey who are the, say, say the say the captain's picks and and it looks like the order of it were the order of the the picks that you you listed were were different than the order that i have who was who was alst in that who wasn't picked cuz cuz kevin kisner was ranked 15th on that list uh, were there some guys in there that well so yeah so I mean, pretty much um, 11 of the top 12 in the United States standings are on the list. 
The one missing is Will Zalatoris. That's because he's injured. He is That's out. That's right. Okay. Okay. That's right. That's right. So, I, I mean, looking-, looking at the point list, it was pretty much just going to be, I mean, if Zalatoris was healthy, they would have picked him. It would have just been the top 12 in the list. Um, so they basically had to fill the Zalatoris spot with Kevin Kisner and he was 15th and I, I don't have the list in front of me, but I believe uh, Tom, Hoagie, Tom Hoagie Hoagie and JJ Poston. Yeah. yeah. That, that he skipped over to, to take Kisner. Um, yeah. To kind of round out the squad and Cameron Tringali limping in at uh 16th, which he would he not was, be selected as a list offer. He was not going to be selected. Um, but yeah, I get, I get that. I mean, he he's 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 produced in, in these team events before and JT Post and Tom Hoagie have not. I think for the for those guys to to make the team, they needed to finish, they needed to be within that top 12. Like with without any type of his, past history of competing in an event like that, like they needed to be in that, you know, at least that 10, 9, 8 spot. Yeah. Uh, for to get that pick, especially when you look at the rookie. I mean, not like there's a top, but you know, Sam Burns is going to be a rookie in a team event. Uh, Cameron Young to be a rookie in a team event. Max Homa rookie in a team event. So, you know, those two guys, Hoagie and, and Poston, would be rookies as well. So, you know, you got three rookies. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty. I don't know how you know. I know Kisner played well there in the 2017 at Quill Hollow is what I'm talking about. 2017 PGA, he played well there, but that's a big big ballpark for him that's a big track so, yeah but he's McClain, such a good, he's such a good match play player i mean we McClain, all you're muted. know that yeah he's, 2017 the course was already redesigned it was steroided out for the pga i can only imagine that they added a little bit to it knowing those guys yeah yeah but kiz is a guy that gets it done in match play and kind of looks forward to hitting first into the green so that he can apply some pressure uh, so for me, it's it's an odd benefit to a guy like that. Who I, I just think thrives in this format. Well, I think it's one of the reasons he didn't make, you know, we talked last year going to the Ryder Cup a lot about the standings and who would make it. I think that's a big reason he didn't make the team last year. One, he had a bad playoffs. He played yeah. poorly. You know, he won Wyndham and then went to the playoffs and played like shit. But he also was not a great fit for whistling straights. But um I mean, he's not going to play five events by any means. I love Kisner and he's, he's a dog and we need dogs as um, today's the anniversary of my boy (laughs) coach from, from coastal Carolina was a cat in the house was a cat in the house. Um, (laughs) If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up, but he is a dog from that standpoint. So yeah, I mean, I got, I got no qualms with it. it, Like I said, it was going to be almost, no question if Zalatoris was healthy. It was really just who was that one last guy because, yeah. you know, Cam Young, Morikawa, Spieth, Horschel, Homa, they've pretty much earned it. They've had great, great years, year and a half um, to make the team. They, they deserve it. And then I get no issues, no offense to JT Poston or Tom Hoagie. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I think – yeah, you know, especially Tom Hoagie. I mean, JT is is a little bit younger um, than than Tom, but and they both have great years. Obviously, the, the points have accumulated, and it, it shows. Yeah, both winners. Um, and- but yeah, Tom is he's been doing it for this is his seventh or eighth year on tour, I think now. So he's been out there for quite some time, and he's he's 
put himself in a, in contention in a couple big events. I, I can remember him playing with Tiger in a couple of events a few years back. So he's he's put himself in in those moments. And uh, it, if he keeps going, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he sneaks on to you know a Presidents Cup or a Ryder Cup as like a you know tenth or eleventh or twelfth pick. You know in the future. So it's just kind of, I think for him being a first time guy, he needed to finish in inside that top 12. Yeah, absolutely. So, Hey, just look how good this hat looks, by the way. It's beautiful. I mean, is this a good looking hat? Like I'm just going to say the colors are pretty good. Seven best letters in golf. It is a hey, good before app. before we get to that, do you have any takes on people that actually care about playing golf and need the money to pay their bills that we allegedly on this podcast care about? I do. I do have the a take co- on that. The I, Corn I Ferry it- Tour finals were just um, finished. 25 more guys earned their card. These guys, like when you talk to them, like really fucking care and they cry and they're not just reading a script that was given to them from the PR department. Um, and these guys have earned their living from a meritocracy on the PGA tour. So what are your takes from the corn tour finals? If any, have you ever watched the NFL draft? Yeah. When someone gets drafted to a team and ultimately guarantees themselves to sign these big contracts, you ever see them cry, show emotion. I do. Yeah. There's a correlation there. I'll just, I'm going to leave it at that. Not really, but go ahead. There definitely is. And ultimately, where it is right now is we're just seeing the infancy stage. But you have to understand that things are going to progress and things are going to evolve over time. While it's easy to say that, well, people are going to get lazy and they're not going to practice as much. Well, they're going to get fucking replaced with the next group of players. Just like what happens on the NFL, uh, the MLB, NBA, every other major sport where you do have a lot of guaranteed money involved. Um, this is not how doesn't do the guaranteed money. You can't you can't compare the two sports. Can't com- you can't compare them. You can compare the what did out. what did Chase Kepka do to deserve his spot in live golf? What did Turk, his brother? What did Turk? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It has nothing to do with him being a first round pick like the guys in the NFL draft because they were fucking good in college football. You don't think there's people on those fucking sidelines that got paid because ultimately they brought something other than their playing ability to the team? No, no chance. You don't think so? No. No, no. There's not people and, in the, the front office. I'm not talking about the front office. I'm talking about the actual fucking oh, I'm players. saying it's, it's different when you're starting something from scratch. You have to understand that there's going to be some of those things that exist when you're trying to secure top talent. Some things get done a little bit differently. It's one of the reasons that some people got caught for paying people in the NCAA before this NIL deal. It's something that just happened because at the end of the day, trying to secure top talent and win, unfortunately, ends up involving money. And the more money you can guarantee to provide someone, the easier it is to gain participation. So I guess we're going to skip over the Corn Ferry Tour final. So congratulations <laughs> to those 25 guys. We don't care about you anymore. Sorry. The Mercury Golf them. Podcast. We started as a them. podcast that cared about the little guy, but I guess not anymore. So fuck you guys. So I, I care about them. If they they're all going to get five hundred thousand next year, and I think that's fucking awesome for them. I do, I do like that. I do like that part. Paid. There, there's been some great things that have happened 
that the PJ tour is done. The, un, the thing that you're failing to realize the only reason it happens is because the live tour exists. It's incredible how quickly they were able to find sure. this amount of money. It's incredible. How all right, Phil Mickelson. And all of a sudden, well, no, no, bullshit. Come on. Look at the, look at the facts here. Look, I at am the looking at facts. facts. Go ahead. Go ahead. So it should, it should give you a little bit more doubt in the PGA tour is all I'm saying. It should give you some more doubt there based off of the fact of how they've responded and things that have happened. Maybe it's not quite as on the up and up and we're not, we're not preserving the pedigree of the sport uh, through fraud. So at the end of the day, this is where we are. Wait, what's fraud? The way the tour has, has arranged their profit sharing with the players prior to being basically held a gun to their heads to suddenly do so. And then to come up with such egregious amounts so quickly, it's like, wait a second, was this ever right? Was this, was this profit sharing ever a good deal for the players? Was this something that was totally uh, lopsided that that's what it feels like. What what was lopsided? The PGA tour uh, corporates, amount that they were keeping financially. Okay, so all right, so b- both of you guys have said this kind of stuff over the last couple of months. So you you both of you are essentially alleging that the PGA Tour executives and officials were stealing money. Nope. No. No, 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 no that's no. not it at all. Okay, then then you guys were saying, "Oh, well they've made a bunch of money. They've they're they're I'm lining sorry, their pockets." Not, that- fraud may not have been the correct word. Maybe a misappropriation to a certain extent. I think that's uh, probably more accurate. Like, that, that, like fraud it's, was it's, probably it's, a little bit too aggressive for this. Think of it this way. Like if if there's no again, I go back to challenging what's challenging the norm. Like if if there's no one challenging you, it, it's almost like the PJ Tour had a mon- monopoly in and and professional golf. Like they had all the TV contracts, they they had, they they had the the stigma of being the best place to play because of these these you know so called legacy the tradition that that they had with all these tournaments. So people wanted to play there regardless because there's really nowhere else to play. But now that we we we've got a challenger in a different in a different avenue, and and it's it's not the the, the tradition, it's not the legacy, it's the money. So. Now that the the PJ Tour has competition, they're they're finding a way to compete. They have to compete, or they're going to lose these players. So that that's really I, all I'm saying is that they're they're just they're just adjusting their model and they're finding ways to come up with this money. They're reappropriating this money, whereas before I don't I, I honestly I haven't looked at their financials. I don't know where this money was going. I don't know if it was going in. Uh, Jay Monahan's pocket. I don't think that he would do that purposely, but if he I was don't getting, think that's it. No, I don't think he was. I think I was like, hey, this is working. Let's keep doing it. And all of a sudden, hey, wait a second. Now it's not working. We've got to we've got to readjust. And that's I, all it is. I, I agree. If, if I even said had, on this I even said on this podcast, I don't know if it was two weeks ago or last week when no one heard, but I agree that Live Golf has forced the PGA Tour to change in a better way. I think mm-hmm. I said that two weeks ago when when Jay and I when we went through the changes yeah. of yeah yeah you did you of did. I I agree with that I agree yeah. that the, the the presence of Live Golf has made the PGA Tour change, but this whole notion of they just magically found this money like they were hoarding it away under their mattresses or like it like where was it then? So they they have ad- admittedly have said that they have had a hundred couple hundred million dollars in reserves sitting there and they were allowed to do that under the nonprofit tax laws, all yada, yada, yada. I'm not getting into all that because I don't fucking know it, but 
one, yeah, so they, they've admitted, one, we're dipping into our reserves, that they're heavily dipping into their reserves. Two, they've admitted that the new TV deals that have just gone into effect that also raise each year in the next seven years are a big portion of this. And then three, they have admitted they're basically selling money or giving away money that they haven't yet got commitment from from the sponsors. Monahan said that, that they still have to go to the sponsors to sell some of this money for some of these elevated tour events. So sorry, Phil Mickelson, McLean Boyd, but they're, they didn't just magically find it. They're, yes, they're figuring out ways to move it around, but like to just say like, oh yeah, they just, you know, we, we had it, I had it in, the, in this briefcase here in my office, but now I'm going to give it to Roy McElroy. Is Don't not. Say that. Well, say what, are, what are you saying then? You called it, you called it fraud. I I I I reneged on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, mean, I made that clear earlier in the episode, but. I don't, I don't think they, I don't fraud. Like you said, I, I get where you were going with that. I don't, I don't think it was necessarily fraud, but I think they were, they definitely, like you said, Mike, there was definitely a reserve account that, that was being withheld. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know how that money was distributed at the end of the year. If people got bonuses, I don't know, whatever. I don't, I'm not into that, but th- the fact of the matter is there was money available. And I think that's what, that's where you're getting the recourse from the players. Like, hey, I understand that you had all this money saved up, but where, where, how are we? You are using our name and likeness, and you are profiting off of it. But I'm not getting but anything not in return. It. It's not like no. other sports. It's a nonprofit. No, no, no. Any money they make goes back into some form or fashion. Yes, could some That's of it stay? It's, it's, could it's some of it stay in the reserves more than maybe they should keep in the reserves? Million? Yes, hundred million. That's a lot. That's no, a lot. That is a lot. That's but they also they also it was 200 million but they also spent 100 million dollars a year of covid because they weren't making any money. So there, there's a, the reserves happen for a reason. They, sure. They're there for a reason. It's not like the NFL or the MLB or NBA they're legitimately profiting off these guys media rights. Yeah. That's a legitimate for-profit business. That these guys don't own their own media rights and other all, all the other sports. Sure. No, no, I, I totally get that. I, I, I agree. And, and but I, I think at the end of the day, the players are looking at it like, hey, I can go to a place that is a that is a for profit and they can pay me more money. Um, why would I not do that? You know, I, I don't I don't blame them for doing that. I like I do love this tour. I love the, I'm sure all the most of the guys who left, not all of them. I'm sure we you've had your opinions on some of the guys that have gone and some guys they don't care at all about any of that. It's just money, money, money. That's it. But there are some guys like, look, I do like the people that I've met. I, I think of like somebody like Mark Leishman, Charles Howell. They've been uh, very gracious with their transition. Like, Hey, I've had a place to play. I've met a lot of great people. There's a lot of great people with the PJ tour and we can agree with that. Um, but they're like, this is so much money. It's hard for me to turn down at this point in my career with my family. I know. I, I get um, so, all that. So we, know, we've I talked know. about that a hundred times on this podcast. I know we have, but I'm, I'm, my point is, uh, you, when, when you have, maybe the PGA tour should reevaluate where they are, if they want to compete, like if you want to compete, you're going to have to adjust again. That's the whole point of this is for the viewership. Again, our whole point is like, as a fan, I'm looking at it from two different Student sides. I'm looking at it from a player standpoint, and and I agree with why they want to go. And again, we've all agreed as a fan, we want all of we want the players to play together more 
more often than not. We want more of the best players, more of the top players to play together. And it's going to suck for, I don't know, three to five years. It's going to probably suck because I don't see the live tour going away. I see them continue to put money onto this until, until they come some could uh, come to some type of agreement or some type of merger or one gets pushed out. But in the end of the day, I think we're going to have a better tour and a better system because it's, it's and, been failing for the last 20 years. And, in the grand scheme of and maybe, maybe we'll get there. And I, I yeah. my whole thought on, on the live talk tonight, I wanted to be more centric on the event and your takes on this event and how it transpires, you know, in, in the future. We don't we don't know what's going to happen in the future. I, I, I'm also commenting on what I see right now. And I will say I feel one. I feel vindicated that, hey, guess what? Like people are like, oh, man, the live golf was pretty cool this week. Yeah. You know, what would be cooler if they all fucking played on the same tour. And so what we're sure. getting is more mediocre golf, more oversaturation of mediocre golf, because I'm sorry, you want to talk about competition and, com- and compete. It's not that competitive. I went through the list and, and I'm not going to go through all 48 guys that were in the Boston field, but I, this is what I do in my spare time. Cause I don't have a life. I went through all 48 players in the live Boston field. Cause I, I just saw all these fucking live Twitter bots just spewing all this nonsense and about how strong the field is and how good the field is guys. It's really not that good. It's okay. There's a, there's a, a good portion at the top that is fairly good. And two-thirds of the field sucks. Absolutely sucks. And I went through and I counted 28 of the 48 guys. I put in a category of washed up or a nobody. And what, what were the what were the qualifications? To oh, that was my that qualifications. Oh. Well, but, here, but here's the whole thing, though. It's not over. What the the strength of field today is not what it's going to be. It's not the best of what it's going to be. And that's the thing that you've got to give time. There's so many people rushing to judgment on this factor of what the field looks like today. You're seeing more adopters every single event. To this but how many point, more do you think you'll people. see? The PJ tour season's over. So if you were going to see a mass exodus of guys, you would see it. I I, I just I, I still think leading up to every event, live golf is going to make pushes. For, I'm gonna sure they're still going to add a few guys. I'm not like naive and think they're so going to, they're not going to get another guy. They're going to get a few more guys, but let, let's be well, honest, guys. It's really it, not that deep. And people well, want to give me like, second. oh my God, there's, there's 12 major champions. Okay. Well, Charles Swarthel won in 2007. That was a long fucking time ago. So if the PGA Buddy, tour adds up theirs. They can still, get a lot more too. Still not well, even seeing it. Live golf is yet to respond. The PGA tour is making this big response in, to live golf, live golf, still sticking to their guns. They have the financial backing to respond again. We don't know that they're making, they're playing for the top money yet. They could easily come back and say, well, fuck it. We'll make it 50 million a week, whatever it is. We don't, we don't know what it is. And I promise you, as that money goes up, this quality of field will as well. And we've already seen that we're going to see more people join live golf. And we don't know what that's going to look like. And that's the whole thing. We're getting so many people rushing judgment and say, every one of these events is shit right now. You're right. You're not fucking wrong. It is not as good of a field in most events. However, we have to understand that it does take time. Rome was not built in the day and neither was the PGA tour. And as this progresses next year, 18 months from now, we don't know how good, what event is. We, 
we may start seeing us cover more of the lib golf than anything else. I'm not saying that's factual. All I'm saying is that there is statistically a possibility. We've already started seeing it run on the bottom line on ESPN. DraftKings just picked it up. It's starting to be covered by major news outlets. You're starting to see a media presence at each event. They don't have a TV deal yet, but you have to understand that that's in the works. So even at this time, we're talking about the quality of a field that's hosted on fucking YouTube. We and, and for, exactly. for what's hosted on YouTube, it's the goddamn best that's ever been out there. And we don't know where it's going to uh, end. All right. Up. Well, so then how about this? Okay. Then if we need to table it, then we'll just talk about it in three years. We'll just not talk about live golf until three <laughs> more years until we get a proper assessment of it. But right now we do a weekly podcast. When I record it, we do a weekly podcast. So let's, we're going to fucking talk about it every week. You know, I, I'm, ava- I'm available for that. I, 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 I a little time. If, if you, don't, if you want to see how this it. plays out, if you want to see how this plays out, fine. Get with me in September of 2025. Yeah, we'll see. We'll give it a few years and we'll see yeah. what it's like. And then we'll talk about it then. That, that, that obviously that would be tough to do, but I, I do. I mean, <laughs> I, again, I know I'm being the whole point. The, the whole point of this next week, the whole point of, 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 of I think that what's going on again is to, you know, I've said it before, it was to, you know, spark some type of, uh, some type of change and to make it better. We've, we've talked about it. We don't need to beat a dead horse here, yeah. but, um, but to answer your question with the strength of field, I mean, I think a little bit of that has to do with relative to the size of field too. So if you look at how many major champions they had in the 48 man field, they had uh, what 15 major champion, major champion winners or major championship winners within that field and now again some of those were duplicates but if you compare the size of the field with the strength of the field it's pretty it's it's pretty comparable um if you spread it out over 156 man field versus a 48 man field yeah, the strength you're, you're, is, you're is, talking, pre- is pretty close i don't think it's at all close because you i think it's pretty close no you can't you can't compare a 48 field event with 54 holes no cut where there's really only 18 guys, 12 guys that can actually win the thing versus a PGA tour event where 40 guys, 50 guys can win the thing. Okay. Well, if you've got, if you've got 18 guys that can win a 48 man field event uh, and you've got 40 guys that can win 156 man event, you do the percentage. It's, it's still harder. It's still harder. So it's, I, I'm, I'm saying it's pretty close. I, I'm saying the percentages of your top tiered players, the percentage is, is pretty close. Now I understand we're just saying when you add a cut involved, uh, yeah, that's definitely an, an added, um, an added, uh, you know, benefit to the PGA Tours, you know, claim there. But in terms of strength of field and the t- the quality of players, the percentage of these high quality players is pretty similar to what they have on the PGA Tour. Well, so I, I sent you this stat. So there's there's a website out there called Data Golf. Mm-hmm. They do fantastic analytical data work in the world of golf, strokes gained course histories, all kinds of stuff. And I go on there occasionally when it comes to making our, our DraftKings picks because they have some some really good information. So Live Golf put out this, and I sent this to you guys last week. They put out this tweet on uh, a Data Golf article or, or facts. Data Golf says that the Boston field would have been, would be harder for a top five player to win than seven PGA Tour events, including every single DP World Tour. I don't care about that. Data Golf kind of corrected them and said the seven. Of, so it was also if you were an average PGA Tour player, the Boston event was harder to win than seven PGA Tour events. Which to me reads that there's 40 events on the PGA Tour that are yeah. harder to win than this. 
four of those seven events are opposite fields events, which are basically corn fairy tour events. So like people want to talk about how, oh my God, how strong this field is. Like it's, it's not that hard to win people. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's not that hard to win when there's only 48 guys. Yeah. There's less guys playing, you know, where you've got another field, a PGA tour event field that's three times the size. I mean, Odds are, you know, depending on how good the, you, you know, the top players are, if there's 156 guys playing, it's harder to win unless you're Tiger Woods and you win 33% of the time times that you play for or a 10 year stretch. But uh, again, it's, it's those numbers. I, I read that, I read through that, that quote or that, that tweet. And I, it was, it, it was so, it was so speculative. And in my opinion, there's a lot of things that they put in place to try to, to try to make their point. And again, I, I get it. They they were trying to prove one side of it, but there was a lot of factors that went into making that point. And I was like, that, that, this is it's not really accurate in a sense because it's like you have you're adding so many factors, and some of these things are not relative. It's not comparable. So, um, I, again, you're you're we're. we're you're, you're, one person can make a point for the PJ Tour to be a stronger field because of world ranking points. Yes, of course, because you've got 156 man field. But if, if for another person that looks at it and says, "Look, we've got 16 of the the last 40 major or 30 whatever major champion winners," you know that's that's a that's a that's a fair point. So, but again, that also doesn't that also doesn't quite factor in recent play. Like if a guy won an event sure. like a major four years ago, he could absolutely suck right now. That doesn't mean sure. anything. He still won that major. I'm not taking the major away from him, but sure. he might absolutely like, sorry, Phil Mickelson won a major last year. Yeah. He fucking sucks. Sure. And that can go both ways on, on the PJ tour and on the live tour. Yeah. But yeah. like, if you want to um, give us major champions, like, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're cherry picking stats too. Like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's not that hard to win a live golf event. There's, there's 12 to 18 guys that can win a live golf event and the rest are just field fodder in, in Poulter and Lee Westwood who, uh, Hey, he choked again. So maybe it is real golf. Cause he choked again in the, in the live golf Boston. He had 340 yard, had to make a birdie to win the thing. And he fucking makes bogey and misses the playoff. Like, Hey, yeah. Lee Westwood, you're the still same guy shit in your pants at the end of the tournament. So <laughs> maybe it is real golf. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is real golf. Cause he's shitting his pants at the end. So I, I, I it's just, I don't know. I, I don't think it's very good. I, I, I think the product on, I watched a lot of it this weekend, actually yeah. um, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I, I watched a decent amount of it. I, I, I was, I, pretty, love, I was pretty entertained. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was love thing with it. I love that there's no commercials. I love yeah. that they show a lot of golf. Um, that's going to change once they get a TV deal. Sure. Like that's inherently going to change. The, their, their best feature to me is going to change if they get what they want. Their best feature is they can show a lot of golf. I think the commentators and the people on the that do the golf are fucking awful. I think they are terrible people. Like, I don't, I mean, people, I, I don't, they, I don't they like give me nothing. Parodies, They're so. boring. I, and I it's wouldn't just, say that. It's just propaganda. It's just pure propaganda uh, yeah i mean I, I think it's it's a different take on it um yeah it's it to each their own some some may not like good it. and the rest of them stink yeah well we've got quite a few on the pj tour that yeah they stink uh, too but they stink too so i mean it just it's all it commentators again you know that's that's all relative, you know, to, to it's a personality thing. It's like, Oh, I, I like this guy. I don't like this guy. Like I like Paul Azinger or I don't like Paul Azinger and or I like Dave Faraday. Or I don't like Dave Faraday. He's a comedian. I want, I want more of the facts, you know? So that's, that, that's, that's up to, that's to each their own. But um, I think, you know, again, 
it, it again, we're 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 critiquing a a, a tour, a, a a not even a tour. They're not even officially a tour. A series. Um, this is what the fifth event, fourth fourth event, the fifth fourth. event, fourth event. Um, we're comparing the fourth event to a, a tour that's had thousands of events. Um, so they obviously have a leg up on what's going on. And again, I, I do have this live golf hat on just for fun, but I, I do, I mean, I do not, I I'm really, I don't, I want the best guys to play together. Um, uh, and I do think that having a competitor is a good thing. I'm not for one or the other. I would actually, I think you were a hundred percent for live golf. No, 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 no. Everything you say seems to be live for live golf. I'd be only because only because, and I'll be honest with you right now, because you do not, you will not acknowledge anything that the live tour does. And I, I, I really think that I think what they're trying to do, and I know Greg Norman can be an asshole, but I do think that behind his whole thing, there is some valor there of what there, there's no question that the PGA tour has their faults. Yeah, I, I, they I have their flaws. I've said on this so, podcast many times that they so have, we've, we've got to acknowledge that they have their flaws and it just so happens to be on the black Cape of, of Greg Norman, where people, you know, he's rubbed people the wrong way. He's a billionaire. And they're like, Oh, this is all for money. Uh, but there, this is, this is a point of contention that he's had for 30 years. So you don't just create this for nothing. There's something going on behind the scenes and there's something that the PGA tour has done to not take care of their players. And, and there's a reason why the best players in the, in the game, arguably for different people that have decided to go over there. There is something that the PGA Tour is doing, and they're not taking care of their players. The reason that they want to do this, so that's why I'm acknowledging. I've yeah, but there's way, there's way more that have stayed on the PGA Tour than have left. Sure, sure. Uh, so there, obviously there they are, can't but, be doing that bad. But no, no, no. I'm not. I'm. Uh, but there, there is definitely something that can. There's definitely a change that can be made to make it better. And they have failed to listen to some of these players, and they're they're say, hey, I'm moving on. You don't get a Mark Leishman. You don't get a Charles Howell. These guys who have been on this tour forever, who have have been rule followers that have done the right thing forever, never have ruffled any feathers. I'm not talking about Ian Poulter. I'm not talking about. I got gotcha. you. I, I mean, I'm not talking about these guys that you you you've associated with the douchebag tour. I'm talking about good, hardworking guys that are very yeah. quality guys. There's a reason that these guys have left. Now they're not money. saying. They're not saying it out loud. Yes, money is part of it, but there it, it definitely comes down to money. Why are why are we not getting the representation, the money that we think we deserve no. on this tour? That's why we're going. So they're on the downside of their career and they want more money. That's why arguably, you know, Cam Smith's not on the downside of no, his I'm not saying everyone. Yeah. You can't not everything I say is a blanket statement for all 48 players on live golf. Yeah. Cam Smith well, it, is in the prime of his career. Joaquin Neiman is in the prime of his career. Taylor Gooch is in the prime of his career. I admit that. I'm not going to say that. They're not douchebags. They're not shitty people. I'm just saying again, the majority of them are either washed up or douchebags or, you know, and they just are just are, are a chip, they're, a pawn. They're the first ones to commit. But I, again, I, I, I'm i the same way. I, I'm not for the live tour. I'm not for the PGA tour. I'm for the best golf. I'm for the well, best we're not, professional we're not seeing golf. it right now. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I mean, anytime you want to, you want to, you know, find that you, you sometimes you have to create some change, and you're going to take a dip to to get that well, to fine. get there. So, and that's where we are now. So, I'm I'm for the change. I'm for the change. I'm for these guys to to make a difference to spark this. And 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 I keep using that word, but we're we're not getting it. 
with the model that the PGA Tour has had. And that's why I respect the guys who have made that change. Now, do I agree with everything that the Live Tour is doing and what they've where, where they've gone with it? No, I, you know, not at all. I think there's certain things they could done they could have done better. But it, there, there's there comes a point where it's like, okay, look, if we want to watch the best golf, we want to watch the best players play more often. It got to a point where guys were like, hey, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna do something different. I'm going to, I'm going to take the money that I can get now because the PJ tour is not making any changes uh, and they, they were not forced to. So I, I don't really blame the PJ tour up until this point. Cause there was no challenger. There's no one that said, Hey, this model is not working. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do something different. You don't reinvent yourself. If everything's working, if there's no one challenging you saying that it needs to be better. I, I get all that. I get so, all that. I, I, well, I get that. I point. mean that Well, then that's what yeah, we're I'm talking, talking about. about. The actual, I'm talking about the actual product right now in the live golf tour. Well, it's not yeah, very good. I, I could give two shits about that. I, my goal is my, well, my goal then is what are we then what are we discussing? What exactly what we're talking about? Like what I've been saying from the get go. Like that's all I care about. Like hey, this is yes, I support guys making a change because I want it to be better in the future. It's not if we keep I, doing what we're doing, that no. tour is going to cease to exist. If we keep doing what we're doing, the PJ the golf is going to fade. And in, in my opinion, if we I, keep I, watching I these dumb that. events on the on the PJ tour then it's good that the average age of the viewership on the PJ tour is going to keep going to 64, 65, 67 until these people die off. Like no one's going to watch golf anymore. All right. Well, cause, cause the live golf so popular that at the most 150,000 people watched on YouTube and who knows how many of those are bots that the live tour golf live golf tour bought. Cause I, I have to admit they're buying all kinds of bots on social media. So I guarantee you they're buying bots of people watching their views on YouTube. So no one's watching it on YouTube either. If, if it's the young population, po- the population that's watching it, well, they're on YouTube. It's a two YouTube, which is 2 billion, 2 billion people like in 150,000 people. We had more viewers on the LPGA tour event this week than we did in live golf. So is it really that popular? Do people really care? No, uh, you had you had it running on TVs. What what you fail to realize is that the golf channel runs in so many different golf. No, TVs. I I don't fail to realize that. I get that. But if if it's such a young, cool, hit thing that everybody wants to watch, YouTube's not that hard to find. People, every smart TV in America has a YouTube app. You can click right on it and watch it. Yeah. No. I, I, the I, again, average golfer it, is still a fifty. This is the fourth event. This is the fourth event. Do you know what? The viewers have gone down every event. The viewers were the most in the first event. People wanted to see, oh, what's this about? And the viewers have gone down. Sure. I mean, oh, that, oh, that's fair. Okay. okay. They should be growing. Well, and, and, and They're going down. If deal is in place, it will far surpass what we see out of LPGA Tour or Corn Ferry events. It'll be, it's merely. Well, we don't, we don't have that right now. That's all I'm saying. Right now, it's not, it's not really gaining much steam. It's, it's gaining steam with the, the bots on, on Twitter and the contrarians and that's fine but look they're not I, i'm not so concerned about their bots because they have so much money if they wanted to show uh, a bunch of viewership they'd buy a hell of a lot more than one hundred fifty thousand. okay we want to we just want to wrap it right there or what, what do you guys think <laughs> you know, there's an odd I, I, silence I, there i, I don't know, it, I, you know i mean I, I, again i'm always I, just, I always seem to be wrong on this podcast so no, no. I, 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 I'll be honest with you, Mike. I, I think the biggest thing is uh, that it, you just you don't want to accept the fact that there's something better. Like the I, I don't Tour, think it's better though. I generally do not think it's better. 
But you I think the PJ Tour needs a change. I don't think the PJ Tour is perfect. I think the PJ Tour needs a change. I've said it a million times on this podcast. I think the PJ. Well, that's the first change. time that you've said it. That you no, it's really PGA not. Go back. I'll, 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 I'll spend four hours and I'll, I'll clip I, you all the videos. I haven't heard. I think that, the PJ Tour needs a change. I've said it all along. I've said it all along. I just don't like live. I think the product. I think the product of live sucks as a product. Yes, the the presence of live has caused the PJ Tour to make some changes. Great. That's what. That's the whole point of this whole thing. That's that's what I've said all along. I go back I, months. This is the first that I've heard that. I've well, heard you're, you're not that. listening then. I've gone back months and said the PGA Tour that we need to. I've always said we have too much golf. I said I want less golf. I want. I don't want to dilute the product. I don't want to oversaturate it. I want the top guys playing together more. I've said that all along. Then you just haven't listened to no, no, anything I've, I've, I've said I for heard, months. I haven't heard that that side of it. I've I've heard the the the, the resounding. Uh, Hate trend that it. I've heard is that anti the, the PGA yeah. tour, no, no matter, it doesn't matter who it is. They're not going to be as good as the PGA tour. This is the way they do it. Do it this way. Do it this way. No, I, well, then you, you haven't, you haven't listened to me then. I mean, I feel like I've, I feel like I have, you I have not like listened I, to me. I've said it multiple times. I want less golf on the PGA over. tour. I want an off season. I want people to crave golf. There's too much golf. I want the top players playing together more often. I want that. I, I, my whole thing from back six, eight months ago, before live golf was the thing, when we first started talking about it, I said, all I called this, I said, all I can see is the top guys being separated. We're going to have more diluted product, more oversaturation of golf on TV or YouTube or Instagram, or wherever the fuck you want to watch your golf these days. I've said this all along. It's all I see is just diluting of the product. When I watch live golf, I'm like, man, you know, it'd be cool if Cam Smith was on the PGA tour with the rest of these guys, but now he's on in this, this joke of a joke of a tour where their commissioners parachuting down on the golf course at live Boston. Like it's fucking cool or something. Like, I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit about golf, but louder. I don't care about the music in the background. To me, that's not competition. 18 guys playing a 54 hole event with no cut is not competition. The product is not good. It's propaganda from the, from the players. It's propaganda from the commentators. It's not good. It's not a good product. So can you admit that take disassociate your feelings for Greg Norman, the live tour? Can you acknowledge that the fact that there is another tour that's competing and I've said it twice on this podcast already. I've said it twice on this podcast already. The the presence of Live Golf has created change on the PGA Tour that I favor. So it's a good thing. Having the Live Tour in golf is a good thing. The presence. We're arguing different things. The presence of Live Golf is a good thing. The product of Live Golf sucks. The people that are getting all geeked up about it, like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. Like, did you see that eagle putt from Dustin Johnson? Oh, yeah. Did you see the champagne they sprayed afterwards? Oh, my God. I mean, who who has said that? A lot of people, trust me. Okay, not not me. I mean, I, I'm not I'm, saying you. Yeah, I, I'm just saying I I have admitted multiple times. I'm not sure how many times I can say it. The presence of Live Golf has created positive change on the PGA Tour. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I said I admit it. I raised my hand. I'm wrong. It has created positive change. However, I'm right for the fact that it has fractured the world of professional golf in a lot of different ways. Sure. I mean, we, 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 I think we've all agreed. We now have more oversaturated, mediocre golf. And and, and the the only way we're going to get to that pinnacle of having the best players play on the same tour is to have this. 
You okay. Know? It's, uh, it's it does, great. That doesn't mean I have to like it right now. I don't have no, to like no, no, it when no, I but, watch the but, product. It, but it's it, it's a necessary evil to get to get to that point. If we all, as fans, we want to watch the best players play on the best stage, which we haven't seen for a long time. Uh, it, it it this is what it this is what it took, and it took players to commit to that. it. I admitted that. Yeah, but I, I don't think we can we can totally. Uh, again, I, I'm I'm looking at it from the player standpoint. Now these these players may not ever have a chance to play on the PJ Tour. And I, I look at them like, hey, you're going to get paid. You're going to get your money. You may not ever get to play on the PGA Tour, which I, I think in the grand scheme of things probably will will be the tour that supersedes here and, and wins this whole battle, probably, because, because of the history and the amount of people that they have involved. But you can't – you, you I, I don't think we can just totally bash these guys for taking this chance because I do think there are some of the guys that, that are not getting paid that huge amount – because they're like, hey, I'm going to take what I can, uh, and and if this is creates something better in the grand scheme of things, I have a chance to play on the PGA Tour, then that's great. But if not, then I'll take what I can get and, and move forward. You have to have those people uh, to create that change. I mean, well, that's that's, that's fine, but I'm not going to feel bad for them. Some of them, it's like no, these that, people. I, like, no, oh, I don't feel bad oh, for them. Oh my them god, at these all. guys, these guys aren't getting world ranking points. Like, I'm not going to feel bad for you. You chose to go to a tour without world ranking points that yeah. don't meet like any of the requirements to get world ranking points. Sure. So don't blame anyone else for your no. decision to, to take that risk. That was your risk. You took, don't give me that bullshit. Cam Smith said it in his press conference last week. Uh, I forget who else. Someone else said it like, Oh, we should be getting world ranking points. I can't believe we're well, you chose to go to a tour with no world ranking points. Like if I, I'm a member of the PGA. If I choose another job that let's just call it golf adjacent, but it's not recognized as a recognized position in the world of golf and I lose my PGA status, that's on me. If I rightfully know what the bylaws of the PGA PGA of America says for me to keep my PGA class A membership, if I take another job that might not be approved by them, that's on me. That's not on them because their bylaws don't meet what works for them. That's essentially what these guys are saying is like, well, why why am I not getting world ranking points? Well, well you no, joined no, a I, fucking tour that doesn't have any of the think, eligibility to get a world ranking point. Sure. No, that's 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 a good point. But I, I do think that as the as the field size has grown and in, in, in terms of the strength, I think at, at some point they're like, hey. I did take the chance and go over here knowing that I, I didn't have world, world ranking points at the time. But now that we have this, we've accumulated these type of players, we should get world ranking points moving forward. And I think that's a fair, that's a fair assessment for the players to say that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we, we, there are, you, you may argue how strong the field is, but it's definitely stronger than most of the tours around the world. They should be getting some type of world ranking points. Should it be as high as a PJ Tour event? No, I don't think so. But they should be getting something, and I think that they're valid in saying that um, they should they should be awarded some type of world ranking points. Um, so it depends on how, what their viewpoint is. If, if they go over there saying this tour should have been getting world ranking points from the beginning, maybe not. But moving forward, hey, based on the field size now, I think moving forward this tour should should get world ranking points. Should it get as many as as the the PJ Tour or the DB Tour? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but there should be something given to the, I mean, you've got some of the, again, we've already talked about their past accolades and how many tournaments they've won. I mean, majors they've won. Yes. There should be world ranking points uh, given to that tour, but 
But I, I not still, right now, not right I now. Have They've got to earn their, their feet. There's, there's no qualifications for it. There's no. I mean, again, I, 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 why, why that's is something why that does James, why does James Piot deserve world ranking points as a professional golfer? Yeah. When the only reason he's on that tour is because he won the USAM. How many USAM champions over the years have not made it through Q school, have toiled on the mini tours for years and years and years. It, it doesn't, it doesn't equate to you're going to be the best player in the world. So why does James Piot get the benefit of having Cam Smith and DJ and Brooks Kepka and Bryson and Abe answer and Joaquin Neiman in the, just because he happens to be in the field with those guys, because his agent talked him into it and signed a good contract. And, and you don't, you don't deserve world ranking points, James Piot. I'm sorry. You don't, I don't, I don't think they don't deserve any points, but I, I do think that they should deserve less. Um, I mean, you, because you can't discount, you know, uh, Cam Smith and, and Brooks Kepa playing in the same event and not getting anything. So they're, they're they definitely deserve some type of world ranking points, but, but less, I, I do agree that I don't like that. It's just like, a, Hey, if you, we just pick you, you're on the tour and you get world ranking points. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think every other tour, that's the one thing that is nice about professional golf is that you've earned your, you've earned your way, but there still should be some, some world ranking points for these events. You, you, you've, you've put in a conglomerate of, of some of the, you know, a 10 or 12 or 15 of the best players in the world. There should be some type of world ranking points associated with that. Not as many as a BJ tour, but and then there's there no, there's no like, for some of the guys, depending upon what their contract is and how good their agent is, they're not going to fall off the tour. Like Phil Mickelson, yeah. the, Phil Mickelson is terrible. He has broken par once all the other rounds on the, on live golf tour has been over par. I, so I just pulled up, you can't find it on the website. You have to do all kinds of Googling, but the latest standings um, through the live Boston event, as far as their point standings, which they just came out with somehow you have a tour and halfway through the tour, they come out with how the they're, they're going to get points for their final tour championship. Yeah. And all, you know, that great, great tour, Greg Norman, halfway through, um, you're going to come out with your point list and standings. Uh, oh, by the way, halfway through an event, you're going to decide the players are going to wear shorts. Like yippee, yeah. congratulations. You couldn't come up with that two days prior. So the whole tournament wasn't wearing shorts. Like what the fuck are you doing? Um, just another classic, like they don't really know what they're doing. They're just winning it, winging it from day to day. And like, Oh, it's like someone Friday night. They were like, Hey, you know what? Maybe we should, maybe it would be cool if we told the guys they can wear shorts tomorrow. Like, Oh yeah, cool. Like awesome. Um, so on their, on their latest standings and their, and their points here, I, I pulled it up. I had to, I couldn't find them. So I had to do a control F to try to find Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is not registered on their points he hasn't there's 53 guys on this point list because of some of the guys that are on and, and no longer on 53 guys have earned points in this for cocta point system that they have now phil mickelson has acquired zero do you think he's gonna lose his live card for next season yeah. no fucking chance yeah no I, I i agree i mean i i that's that's one flaw that i i don't i don't agree with um and that's something that they they need to figure out. I, I don't I don't like that you can just you know place a guy on a tour um, without any any type of qualification and there's no repercussion. So, but again, I mean, I don't know. If, if, is there a way to figure that out to where 
you know, the PJ tour can adopt some, something like that and be like, Hey, you've got one shot, one year or one year pass. I mean, we, they have plenty of that. PJ tour has similar stuff with past champion status. Like yeah, a, guy I agree. Wins, a guy wins a, I mean, I've, I've played with so many guys that won tour events like 10 years ago when I was, when the year that I was a member on the corn Ferry tour, the web tour, I was, I finished, I don't know, my uh, top 45 get their cards. I was like 70th or 65th or something like that. I was 20 some spots off of being a, a, an exempt member. Um, and I remember I didn't get in one single event that whole year, one single event uh, based on my number. And I've told this story before, but based on my number in, in the 10 years prior and the five years after that number, the number that I had, which was like 20 something, got into 10 events. And I didn't get into one single event that year is because we had, they created a couple new categories for past champions and they got into, they, th- that category was bumped up ahead of some of the other categories. And these guys hadn't played in 10 years, I agree 10 with years. And I, I'm watching, you know, so-and-so I'm not going to call in names out, but I'm watching a guy who hasn't won a PGA tour event in 15 years and is, is getting in ahead of me. And, and they, they would go in and play one round and withdraw. Or the 48 to 49-year-old category for the, the guys that played on the PGA Tour that were getting ready to go play the Champions Tour. They were they had five slots, and these guys were taking spots. And same I thing. I agree with that. I they played for one or two that. slots. So it's not it, – it, Live Tour is – what they're doing now is, is no different than what the PGA Tour is. They grant these guys spots all the time. There's 20 or 30 or 40 guys every week that play that shouldn't I, be I agree with that. So and it, it's it's a flawed system on both ends. I mean, and, and it definitely well, you only got you only got forty eight guys on live. You got one hundred and fifty six in the field on the PGA Tour. Yeah, and I called out. I think it was I can't remember if it was three M this year. I remember calling out. I think it might have been when we were talking with Andy, um, Andy Pope. If listeners, if you haven't uh, listened to that interview, go listen to it. But like John Houston got into an event this year yeah. on the PGA tour. Jeff Ogilvie has gotten into a couple of events this year on the PGA tour. Like shouldn't it be happening. I a hundred percent agree with that, but at least there's 156 guys, not 48. Sure. And, yeah. and it's not by a contract because Phil's agent is good. And because they want Phil, cause he's a name. Yeah. No question. You know, I'm, again, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think any, anyone's fighting for this freebie system. Um, with the, that the live tours got at the moment. I think they're trying to figure out what they're doing um, and, and trying to make it work. They're trying to get the best players available. And that's why they're, they're doing it. They're doing it the way that they're doing it. And it looks, looks that way. But again, I, I think they're, they're trying to find a way to, to, to uh, appeal to some of these players that have been kind of burned in the past. And how, how can we, how can we make it better? And in, in the grand scheme of things, and I know that everyone's uh, their agenda is different. Not everyone is doing it for the right reasons. You know, some people are like, "Hey, this is I'm doing this because it's the right thing. I'm trying to create some change." And I, I do, I do honestly think there there are guys that have gone over to the live tour because they want to kind of make a point. And no question, they're going to take the money along with it. They're like, "Hey, I've been." there's money that I, sh- I should have made for the last 10 years. And I'm going to take what I can get now to, to kind of prove a point. And I'm fine with not having but my, a chance. My also thing is tour. I think these guys maybe have you over. They're overvaluing their own self-worth. Cause what, what they're making on the live tour is way more than what they're actually worth. These guys are now making what, NFL stars make. They're not worth what NFL stars make. They're not worth what NBA stars make. They're not worth that much money. If they were worth that much money, 
the PGA Tour would have that much money. It's that's and that's the argument that that people I think are are, are questioning and they're asking like, well, should they? Should the PGA Tour uh, be managing these contracts with these these TV deals and these sponsorships and, and giving it? No, back but that's players? that that's a numbers game. They would make way more money if if the product was more valuable. A really good PGA Tour event and a major is getting like. A, a good PJ tour event is getting like 5 million viewers on TV. Yeah, no. And so again, if, if the product, if the product, if the, if the general public, the population, us sitting on our couches, watching TV crave these guys, I crave, I want to watch Brooks Kepka. He's that big of a name. I'm going to tune in. People do not consume golf or tune in. As much as we all love it, listen, we do a weekly sure. golf podcast that we fucking love this game. It's our sure. lives. It's our passion. We love it. There's a not as many people that are like us compared to the NFL or the NBA. Those are massive, multi-billion dollar teams and organizations, sure. way more than the PGA Tour. Okay, well then. So the market that, sets what these guys are worth from that, that standpoint. To, compare that to uh, Major League Baseball where the numbers are uh, increasingly declining uh, because the viewership is dropping, dropping, dropping. And it's, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it's partly the fault of the MLB. They do a yeah, terrible job marketing. So again, is it a problem with the PJ tour not doing a good job of marketing the players, talking about the players, showcasing the players? Uh, whereas the same thing with the MLB, they pay these guys an egregious amount of money for no one watching them. For no one watching them. I mean, yeah, but Aaron, they also get eighty. They get eighty-two home games in their in their stadiums, exactly. and they get all kinds of concessions. And it's it's a different format. They got regional sports networks. That's what drives the revenue. Sure. In, in baseball, sure. is the regional and sports networks, and they're not Ooh. a nonprofit. Correct. Yeah, they're not a nonprofit. And and that's again, that's the argument. Like these guys are like, hey, I don't want to play golf for a nonprofit when they're limited to how much money they can give us. I'm going to go play for a company. No, they're not limited to how much money they can give you. Being a nonprofit has nothing to do with limiting. But it, but it does. No, it doesn't. Not, not one bit. It does. But it does. They can only give you what they make. Exactly. But so they're they're not are, making more. That means they're not getting more. It's not worth more. But there are certain restrictions on how they set the, set this model up in terms of how much money they can make and how much money they can bring out and how much money they can pay the players with a nonprofit. And, and how much money they have to give to charity? I, I love golf. I think they are. I think that some of these players are overvaluing their own self worth. I, I don't think they're worth as much. As I they don't think. think. I don't think they're overvaluing themselves any more than a MLB player who makes a two hundred fifty million dollar contract over ten years. I mean, I, there's plenty of guys in, in, in the MLB right now that that, like, re, that revenue is generated from somewhere. They're not pulling that out of thin air. No, no. It, again, it's for it's it's because of the the owners. They 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 have this money and they're really they're willing to pay it back to the players. Yeah. Whereas the because they PGA have Tour, the money because they, because consumers gave them the money exactly so why can't why can't we because the, the consumers Tour? aren't spending the same amount of money on golf than they do on MLB not not true not true I love golf but they don't make as much money as the MLB I, I'm, again sure. I'm I'm talking about the product of what they're giving how many how many viewers they have like I, I, I know but it still comes down to money Jay I know I, I, again I agree I mean we can we can go like, we can dig in and look at the numbers. I don't think the MLB is more valuable than the the, the PJ Tour, in, in terms of the players. I don't think the the I think it the, is. I don't think the money is it definitely is, is. I don't think the money is is being uh, uh, appropriated correctly. 
And that's that's the whole point. That's the and without question. That's the point. Uh, without question, I I don't think the sharing has been quite as transparent as it needed to be. I think they've been forced to add some transparency and make some knee jerk reactions. And I think and, in doing and, so, and we've seen an influx they, of money being paid back to the players. They without question have done so, but they've done it in such a fashion that it was because it was so knee jerk. The perception is poor. I'll, I'll leave it at that without going and beating this dead horse once a fucking again. The perception is poor of how quick they were able to come up with the funding. Um, and and the explanation so far has not made it any better. Yeah. Because you don't believe the explanation. Correct. Okay. That's fine. So you believe what comes out of Live Golf's mouth, but not what comes out of PJ Tour's mouth. That's not that's what not an attack on Live Golf. No, like, there, there's not, there's not a correlation at all. This is I'm just I, I'm just saying. So you you don't you don't want you won't take the PGA tour their face value, but you no, will with Live. No, no, you're 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 missing the point entirely. This is a judgment off of a single fact. This is a judgment off of a single act from the PGA tour and how they've responded to this. This is my judgment on okay, that. Okay, so you do not believe what the PGA the tour said. Correct. Okay. I don't I, I think there's a lack of transparency. Okay. That's fine. Okay, second question. Do you think Live Golf and Greg Norman are transparent? No. Okay. All right. Good. I just want to get that straight. No. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. Again, uh, but they're but they're it's definitely offering more money to the players. So. I know they're offering more money. I'm just saying they're not worth it. Uh, it d- depends on who you ask. Yeah, I I love I love golf. I love professional golf, but 100%. some of these guys are not worth what they're making. That there's just, I mean, live That's golf, relative. live That's live relative. golf. It might be a relative because of who's paying them and how much money they have, but in a true market there would not be this money to pay these guys. Yeah. But if you have to legitimize yourself quickly and gain participation, you know, you have to overpay. So at the end of the day, if they went in there and offered these guys the same, amount because of you're money, not legitimate, you have to overpay without question, it, it, okay. but you're not legitimate until you do. You're only legitimate. Once you have the participation that, that allows you to become legitimate. They didn't have that. So they had to go in and overpay to, to garner that sort of participation garner and get some of the best players to come, to come play. So that that's where I, I, that, that's my point. I, I think the PGA tour is not pushing hard enough for these, for the players and for these contracts and for these sponsorships. So, so if you look at um, MLB, you know, you've got 30, how many was it? 32 teams, 32 teams, all playing 162 games a year. So you do the math. I mean, that's a lot. And then you do the math of how many how many events or how many games they have each week. Um, yeah, the money that they're bringing in, yes, they have these TV contracts and the money that they're bringing in. They, they have more money to pay these players. My point is, I think the PJ Tour should work harder for these 40-plus events that they have to showcase these 156-man fields because I mean, when, you, when you turn on the TV on the weekend, you're watching – if it depending on what time of the year it is, you're watching the, the NBA, you're watching the NFL, or you're watching the MLB, or you're watching golf. Uh, and most of the times you're probably watching more of golf than you're watching MLB. I mean, most people are not watching MLB on the weekends. I mean, some are, I don't know. I have to look at the numbers and see, but 
I don't, I don't, that's just me. That's, that's a personal it's opinion. To, that's not, it's tough to compare. Not, Baseball has the advantage of, of regional biases, right? You're going to watch but, your team, you know. Again, and that's, again, a part of the, the, the problem that we've had with the model of the PJ Tour. If we could adopt some of this regional, the team setting, maybe we, you would get a, a bigger backing. Maybe you would get a bigger backing from sponsorship. Like this is the, these are the things that we're trying to create uh, or help create by, not we, but by having the live tour, what can we do? What can the PGA tour different do differently to showcase these players and to create more wealth for them, create more money. So these guys stay, there's no reason that, that the uh, MLB player is the highest played highest paid athlete on the planet. When everyone's watching NFL, I, I still don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why is a guy making $250 million Playing well, it's not baseball. the case anymore, but football's uh, no, overtaken. It still is. It still is. It, the guys still signed two hundred plus million dollar contracts, and you don't even. Yeah, know they do. They, they they do two hundred million plus in the NFL. I mean, fucking Deshaun Watson's making forty something million dollars a year. Yeah, th- there's more guys in the MLB making these these huge contracts than sure. there are in the NFL. Sure. And it does, and nobody even knows who they are because the viewership that's uh, hands down in the NFL, um, and those guys aren't making the same as the guys in the NFL. So maybe you can say the same thing about the NFL that they're not getting their guys enough money. Sure. A hundred percent. They should, they should work harder to make these guys more because they, they're more people are watching them. More people want to tune in. There's some, there's some, there's some disconnect there. Yeah. So, Hey, is there, should there be another, uh, another NFL that, that can compete? Yeah. Maybe Roger Goodell should, should take a look at it before things change. But I, 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 the, the amount of viewership that the NFL has NBA second MLB third and then the, the pj tour is probably comparable to the mlb but it's a big disparity between those four before those four groups and i just don't think that the pj tour has done enough to push and that's why again we're in this position where we've got somebody else competing with them to say hey we're going to give these guys this money and and while we we've only had four events and we don't have the the tv contracts yet we're going to push to get them so we can get more money to give these guys more money because again they're the actors in this whole thing. Um, and they're the showcase. They're the, they're the reason people want to watch. They don't want to watch. Oh, Greg Norman was the people reason people want to watch. He thinks he is. Hey, yeah. I mean, and I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dispute Greg Norman's narcissism and, and we, I, Hey, he is what he is. We, we, and all I, I just, I, so here's my other thing and we're, we're running along and this has got wildly off the rails. The other thing I don't like about this is I don't trust Greg Norman in the why, why are you doing this? Why does live golf exist? I still don't, no one knows. No one can tell me why it exists and why they're doing this. What is the sole purpose? What is their vision? What is their business model? I haven't heard an why. I mean, I I think it, again, this is just opinion, but I think based on the few comments that I've heard I, and, and from him and Phil Mickelson, who seem to be on the same page, it's, it's from what we just talked about. They don't feel like the players, the actors of this tour or this movie are getting compensated the way that they should. Okay. Well, now, I would, again, I don't know. I, I mean, would respond with that where I don't think Greg Norman or Phil Mickelson give a shit about anyone else. And there's not anything <laughs> yeah. they've ever done in their life that has shown me they give a shit about anyone sure. other than Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson. And, and then maybe they, maybe they think, which that is by, point a of why I come questioning why this is all happening. 
you can you can question you can question the the motives of the people behind it, but you can't question. Um, I don't think you can't question the 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 basis of the change. I think the change is valid. I think I think, I think the, the change is a convenient a, a convenient byproduct for them to fall back on. I think Phil Mickelson. I think Phil Mickelson's ego. I think the change is correct. I think, I think Phil Mickelson's ego feels better. I, I, I think sometimes in in life, and I know people in my own life that will do things in the cloud of being good for someone else, but it's really to stroke their own ego inside. Sure. And I think that's exactly what Norman and Mickelson are doing. Is they can they can go to put their head on the pillow at night and say, "Yeah, look at what I did. My own personal greed and vendetta has, yeah, maybe it has helped." Taylor Gooch and Abe Answer. You know what? Maybe it has, but I didn't do it for Abe Answer and Taylor Gooch. I did it for my own wallet and my own fucking ego. And I think that's what they're doing on top of other issues that I'm not going to get into. But yeah. I would I would love no. someone to ask them. I would love for someone to ask yeah. them who else is invested in this tour because the, there's there's no I question. have ideas there. There's no question that I mean those are two of the most again I'm an, I don't want to even use that word I, I used the word narcissistic earlier and I think that's a strong word so I hate to categorize somebody No like they're that. definitely but, narcissistic. But um if 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 the byproduct is creating a, a better a better environment in the long run not right away again we've acknowledged that we're not going to get the better the best tour that we want within 3 months of of the change we understand that but if the byproduct in, in you know two, three, five years is that, hey, we've created a better tour, a better viewing experience, a better place for these players to play, then then okay, then it's a good thing. Um and 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 I don't, you know, I'm not necessarily saying I want to give these guys credit, but if that's what comes of it, then that's great. I think that's what we all want. We want we want the best players to play in the same spot. And we want to tune in. 20 to 25 weeks of the year and watch the top, the top 40, I, 50, 60 players play. And know, I, that's, that's the goal. Like I, like I said, and part of it was being just a sarcastic asshole. Like I can be, but like we do a weekly podcast. So we're talking about this on a weekly basis. I'm, we're not going to just sit here and say, Hey, let's just see what happens in three years on the road and just not talk about it. We have to talk about what's going sure. on right now with the facts we have at hand right now. And so this is what I see. This is how I feel. And yeah, maybe in three years down the road, I will change my tune or admit something else or whatever. But the facts that I see it right now are I don't think it's good for golf currently. Yes, there's been some positive for the PGA Tour. I think it's diluting the product. I think it's more mediocre golf. And I just, I don't know. Well, if we want to talk about it in three years, I'll never talk about live golf again with you guys. That's fine. That's fine, um, but I'll still wear this. You can wear your hat, and I'll still wipe my ass with my T-shirt that I got. So, <laughs> uh, fair enough. And um, yeah, we definitely. As McLean, I'll give you a guaranteed twenty dollars for it. <laughs> you can't fit into this T-shirt I got. It's a medium. Yeah, <laughs> McLean, you should put it on right. and just wear it for the those, next five. Those sleeves can't handle me. <laughs> That's not the part I was worried about. <laughs> oh, I'm a new me now, cause you watch out. <laughs> Anyways, that was quite an hour-long discussion. Um, I thought we were going to get more in depth in the actual live Boston event, not just live in the 
big picture, but that was definitely. I, I think we covered it. The big we picture. DJ, um, DJ won. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at that. No one cares who won because it doesn't matter. No one cares who won. You don't let us get to it. You, you're so anti, we can't even get to the golf tournament. I, I, I wanted to get to the golf tournament. I wanted to talk about the product and the whole fucking thing, but we never got there. It wasn't my fault. That was where I wanted to go. I, my notes say live Boston thoughts, not live PGA Tour world views. Let's get deep. We just got so, deep, man. How do you feel I wanted to that? get more in the nitty gritty of the actual product and tour. But we went big picture again and yelled at each other, and you that guys awesome. spouted nonsense, and I had to try to educate you. Oh, oh, you're go. gonna finish it there off with go. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you're the host, you get the last word. So oh, okay. And if you try to say anything else, I'm just gonna edit it out. So <laughs> we'll just let the uh, oh, we'll let I the pod censored. speak for I feel itself. censored. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, no, look at that. No one actually really cares about the golf on the golf course. I, I you know, I, again, I, I did watch quite a bit of it at the end. And it, it again, it was, I know there wasn't a full feel, but it, it did get pretty entertaining at the end. I mean, I, I did get a little bit of the feel of a, of a golf tournament. Yeah, it got, it got close. It got entertaining. I mean, watching, watching Lee Westwood chunk it in the bunker on, the, on his last hole. I was like, ah, there we go. There's Lee Westwood. I, right I, the, I will say this, and this is not just me being a, a complete live basher, and I get that. I can see, I understand that you guys think everything. I just completely discount everything that Live Golf does, and there's a most of it that I don't like. The one thing that you won't convince me on, and I hope the PJ Tour never does this, the team golf thing, I really don't care about. Like, it's it's too contrived. The whole thing's contrived. If the PJ Tour does it, it's going to be contrived. It's not going to be cool, like we said that. The, the name sucked. The logo sucked. I, I don't trust the PGA Tour to do it well either. Just we're an individual sport. Golf's an individual sport. Just stay there. Just stay in your lane. Just be an individual sport. Like yeah. I don't care about the team thing. It's, it's I gotta, don't care about the champagne afterwards. Like, it really doesn't matter to me. If, if you're going to do the team thing, you've got to get people. It, it's got to it's got to be a regional thing. It's got to be uh, in the U.S. It's got to be a state thing. Like it, it, you've got to be able to group people together for them to pull for a team. You know, that's, that's what, that's what the whole yeah, thing. No is one's going to root people for an pull. arbitrary team that was just put together. Yeah. But if it's, if it's, if it's a locality, it's like, okay, we're, you know, they, they name a, a, a city or a state, then people get behind it. Like, Hey, that's my team because I live there. Uh, and, and the other part of it is, you know, why do you pull for, you know, the Boston Red Sox? Why do you pull for the new England Patriots? Because it's local. Like they play in your area over and over and over, and you can go watch them. Whereas this, yeah, there's no. They play all over the place, and you you may if they they maybe will come to your city once, and you get a chance to watch them. So that's that's the tough part about the team thing in golf. It's like that's what makes it fun. You know, I think when you watch a you know a, any any team sport, it's like because th- their base is in your town or your city, and that's why you like to. Yeah, watch I just I. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't like it. And I don't want anything to do with team golf other than the Ryder cup and kind of the president's cup. (laughs) Um, well then, but because you have a team, let's say I'm the, we're the U S okay. Yeah. You, you, but even the president's cup to me is contrived. Like that was just kind of forced on us. Yeah. Um, with no real rivalry. Like you're not going to tell me there's a, a rivalry between the high flyers and the four aces. Like shut the fuck up. 
Like, I, didn't put my, I didn't put my high flyers shirt on. I had one. I've got a high flyer shirt. Do shirt. you really? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph Reard. He brought me a high flyer shirt, and I didn't. I didn't put it on because I was running around. But I wanted to put that on and with the live golf hat, and you would just your steam would be spewing out of your ears, Mike. Uh, yeah, that is like. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking bad. I can't believe our friend Ralph spent that much money on that stupid bullshit. But then again, I can, and I don't really care that he did. So it All is the investment. That's oh. great. That's funny. I'm Good trying to shit. think. There was other. There's other live golf points I wanted to get to about the actual news that we didn't come close to getting to it. Um, Cam Smith, sorry, I don't like your stupid talking points in your press what conference. About his, what about his boots? Did you see his boots? The boots cam what smith the yeah that? what the i fuck? saw patrick reed had cowboy boots on i didn't see cam no, smith no, no. Uh, this is this is something oh yeah bad. yes 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 those those are not good that was a big heel on there that yeah yeah that, i mean i i don't think i could ever wear those because i'm the party that they cool. were having that at was i've been there that's in worcester massachusetts where essentially i'm from um at mechanics hall they used to have proms there and stuff like when they say live golf boston it's not even close to boston it's a good like 50 minutes. It's 50 minutes from Boston. So that's great. Just like the live, the live golf Chicago event. It's like two hours from Chicago at Rich Harvest <laughs> Farm next week. Um, I just like, you know, Cam Smith gave us the I, I just gotta I love Cam Smith, but he's fallen into the same freaking PR trap that all these other live golf guys that just get their little bullet point that they have to memorize. He big was talking a big ass chat. Yeah, I well, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, they make a lot of money there. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard that. Thanks, McClane. Um, Crazy. He was talking about how oh, I haven't been to, I haven't been back down to Australia in three years. Well, I didn't realize live can prevent global pandemics that restrict air travel. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I, I, man, it's the PGA's tour's fault that COVID happened and the whole world shut down and he couldn't travel to Australia. Damn, I'm glad. I'm glad Greg Norman can handle that. Good job, pal. Um, and then he's he he wants to limit his schedule, like all they all do. Someone did the math on his PGA Tour schedule this year. He played in 19 events, including the four majors. Next year, including the four majors with Live Golf, he'll play 18 events. Ten of the 14 will be in North America. Because the Live Golf is not a worldwide tour, like they say. It's a North American tour. There's going to be nine events in the USA next year, and one in US and one in Canada or Mexico. So it's pretty much the same freaking schedule, Cam, that you just played this year on the PGA Tour. So don't give me that bullshit either. Yeah, I think uh, Horschel made some comments to some of the guys. I don't know who's who he's calling out, but. Well, there was a, there was a lot of a lot of trash talk today or this yeah. week at the BMW as a bunch of guys live guys in the field. Um, McElroy came out hard. Shane Lowry came out hard. John Rahm came out hard against them. Billy Horschel came out hard. There was the the um, video floating around today of of Poulter and Horschel kind of getting yeah. into it on the putting green a little bit, having an animated discussion. You know, that's that you never know what's going on because Billy Horschel is animated. Like regardless, like he, they could be talking about, you know, the Patriots, you know, and and he could be with all the animation with his hands and his leaning in. Um, so you never know what was being discussed there. I, I watched that clip, too. And 
you see Poulter kind of like standing there with his hands open, like who knows what they're really talking about. I mean, they but, were definitely talking about something live golf. Yeah, definitely. Uh, probably, probably. I'm but, not sure exactly how contentious it is because you're right. I think both those guys get a little animated. They're both yeah, Gregorious kind of guys. Yeah, they're they're pretty opinionated for sure. So uh, they were definitely having a live discussion, but yeah. I'm not sure how real contentious it was. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, the, the BMW. I'm definitely going to tune in. It's a good field. Um, yeah. It's the premier, one of the premier events on the DP world tour. I do. I, you're not going to see anything, but I would love to see something from a argument between some of these guys. It's not going to happen. Well, you did see that Rory said that, uh, what did he, what did he say? Like, well, are they you asked gonna him, shake hands. Or are you going to shake hands with, he said there were certain guys that I will shake hands with certain guys that I won't, but, and he said, "Are you going to have any comments? Um, what what was the exact what was there that was a, quote?" And then he then at the end of the quote, he basically said, uh, "I'm not sure if they'll be able to make it. You know, now that this is the four round event, so they're used to playing three round event." Yeah, one of the questions was like, "You know, if you're in the final group on Sunday with a chance to win against a live guy, is it going to give you more motivation?" He was like, "Listen, I, I want to win this tournament really bad, regardless of who I'm playing against." And you know, fortunately for them, they're probably going to be a little tired on fortunately for me, yeah. they're going to be a little tired on Sunday because it's going to be their fourth round. <laughs> That's awesome. So he threw in some jabs, but I don't know. Anyways, BMW this week, good event. I had, I did make a DraftKings team. Um, we're not going to go over them. And McLean sent us his DraftKings team of all live golfers. A hundred percent. hundred percent. That's, that's great. So uh, this podcast is very long. Um, anything else, guys? I think we've no. we've that fucking horse is we, dead. We beat that horse. Me. We beat yeah. the shit out of this horse. We beat the I mean, shit out of that horse. This horse is dead, man. He's a dead. horse is dead. dead. Horse entertainment. And You're there's welcome. a good chance we're going to beat the shit out of him again next week, <laughs> without question. <laughs> well, McLean can do a Jay. McLean can do a preview of uh, Live Golf Chicago next week. I plan on it. We'll we'll get Portillos and some Giordanos. We'll get everything involved there. Let's go. I can't. I can't I'll wait. Go the fuck out of this live golf event. Rich Harvest Farms. Uh, in the meantime, to our listeners, again, we apologize for no. I apologize for no episode last week. We apologize for the delay this week, um, but we will have another episode next week at some point and probably discuss a little bit of the BMW championship and more live golf. So, <laughs> Got on it. Can't that, wait. Can't wait, brother. Can't wait. That being said, cheers. 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 cheers.